Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day. You can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm going to ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you. So settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls where we create that one awesome, amazing, perfect life every one of us is seeking. All right, we are live stream. We're here. Hi, everybody. Hello. How is everyone doing today? Here. Hi, everybody. I have to close this page. We get the echo again. There we go. All right, now it's just us. We're good. Welcome. We um we expect that Jason will be here shortly, but for now you have me and Jen. And just wondering how's your day going? We're really grateful for everybody who's here and hoping that you're having a beautiful, beautiful Monday. This week, we're talking about inner critics. How did it go with the drama llama last week, Jen? How was your, I mean, I love my trauma drama llama picture in the kitchen because it reminds me every time my trauma drama llama gets going to just chill. Mm-hmm. How did it go for you? I was able to be more aware of of other dramas and going on that I was like, I never really connected that to this triangle of drama and trauma and feeding into it, whether it was mine or not. So it was very um, educational for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool to pay attention and just to be able to see. I didn't realize I had so much drama in my life, especially so much drama in my head. Right. So this week we're talking about inner critics and that also a voice in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is the season of connection. We're coming into fall, Halloween, Thanksgiving, all the Christmas holidays, all the times that we're going to be with our family, the company parties, the uh, community events, all of those things where we put ourselves out there and we want to have a good time but we don't necessarily have a good time because there's this voice going on in our head, this inner critic. And so for the next several weeks, we're going to be covering how to work with your inner critic so that you can make the confident connections that you want. You had a really good point about, I have it as a retrain your inner critic and you had a really good idea for changing that just a little bit. Can you talk with us about that? Yes. Cause I have done a lot of work with my inner critic. Um, And I found the key to understanding her and working with her was actually befriending her. She's there for a reason and she has something to say. And if you try and make her go away or destroy her, whatever, she just 
digs her heels in and she'll get mad at you. She's there to help you. And she's just doing the best she can. And you just kind of have to like help her understand that maybe it would be better to do it in a different way. I love that. Yeah. So extra, friend her. extra love and care and teaching her, teaching her, mentor her. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So what's your inner critic sound like? Oh my gosh. Come on. Come on. Fess it up. What's she sound like? She sounds okay. So, okay. So she, she has changed. So it's like, it has changed from just blatant. You're horrible. You're never going to amount to anything. You're not good enough. It's changed. Who do you think you are? To Who do you such think a you are? You know, but it's interesting because sometimes my inner critic voice and the things she's saying is things that have been told to her mm-hmm. that she has believed. Mm-hmm. So did a lot of work with like, like, well, is that your voice? Is that a voice of somebody from your past that you have now made your voice? So that, that has, that has shifted. She's a little bit more, um, well, maybe we shouldn't do that, you know, or oh, she's a little calmer now, a little softer a little voice. Softer, yeah. Or, or she, she works a lot with my fear of, of, you don't want to be seen as somebody or, you know, you know, or yeah. So yeah. it's like, she's, 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 she's matured to a degree. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's coming along. I mean, along. with her, you're befriending her and you're taking care of her. Right. Yeah. And so that makes sense. My, my inner critic tends to growl a lot. Really? Below <laughs> contemptuous, grumpy growl, you know, like what are you bothering me for kind of growling? And so she can sound she can sound kind of scary sometimes. Mine will throw tantrums at times. So sometimes mine will come straight at Younger me side. in a full, full yeah. tantrum. I'll be like, oh, okay, what's going on? You know? All yeah. right. But then you come into that part of you that's your centered self, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so tell me about your centered self. Um, my centered self. My centered self is all the things I want to be all the time. All the good things. Yes. Yeah. She wants to be the 50% good 24-7. 24 seven. And so she's, she is very um, patient when she has engaged with this, you know, inner critic, I have, uh-huh. I, I can really focus. I mean, cause I'm not a very patient person in real life, but when I'm stepping into that space, she can really be that for that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Compassionate, um, curious. Um, My center self is really confident. Yes. Yes. She's, she's like so present and so confident and just no doubts, almost all knowing no doubts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to be in that space. I also think yeah. she's long suffering. <laughs> yes. They're infinitely, infinitely patient and long suffering. I totally agree. Yeah. For me, the way that I learned to recognize my centered self is she is what I feel like just as I'm coming out of sleep in the morning, mm-hmm. a lot of mornings. I'm, um, I'm at peace. I'm really calm, quiet, usually, usually confident, Mm -hmm. um, really clear. Things seem very clear. There's no chaos in my mind. And so I started to notice in the mornings when I would first wake up, if I listened, then it would give me a good touch point for Mm -hmm. where to go during the day when I'm trying to check in again, Mm -hmm. how do you find your centered self? Gosh, you know, it's going to sound strange, but I usually find her in conflict. Okay. That's usually when I know that my, my, my inner critic is activated. And I, I, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, there's something I'm, I just don't feel like there's something going on inside. 
And that's when I can be like, instead of, I've learned instead of just going after the, you know, those thoughts that you're horrible, you're bad, don't say those things to yourself. Like I all of a sudden just step back and I invite that part of me. I love that idea. Just step back. Cause I know how I want to be, but I'm like, you know, I know I've got this like inside powerhouse I need to connect to for this that's going on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always happen. I'm not perfect. Sometimes I just am like, that's it. I'm done. You know, <laughs> I just like, <laughs> you know, but yeah, usually it's when I feel like there's a conflict going on, an internal conflict going on within me that I can, I can find her. That's really cool. A lot of times when I feel that way, I can remind myself to take a couple of good breaths and that will help me. Another one that I just love that it seems so weird. And most often when I do it, I still chide myself just a little bit is I'll be all out of whack about something, lots of chaos in my head, lots of judgment running around and I'll just take a breath and then it'll, it'll occur to me. How about we just do a forward fold? Oh yeah. And, and I'll stand there in yoga and just do a forward fold, but I'll spread. So it's a spread Eagle. I'm wide angle forward fold, but then I can just imagine all of the chaos while my head's down there, just draining out of my head. And then she's there. It's like, I parted all of the dust and dirt mm-hmm. and it's calm. And I found my centered self. Yeah. That's really cool. I think it really I, works well for me. I guess I, I can, I guess I kind of do it with, without thinking similar mm-hmm. to that when I remove myself from like, like I have to go have a different experience. Like I'll go outside into nature or I'll just oh, yeah. go into a different part of the room because I yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try forward folding. It feels so good. Just the whole, bring your head down lower than your knees, you know, just really, it just calms me right down. Drain all the great, drain all the grossness out of your head. I like that. Yeah, I do. Literally. I just let it all drain out of the top of my head. It works. It works. So that works really well for centered self when I'm here, but what if we're at a school meeting or what if we're in conversation with friends or what if we're at one of those parties we're talking about Mm -hmm. ideas for bringing back our, bring ourselves back into centered self for that. Hmm. Okay. While you're thinking, let me make a couple, couple of ideas. Part of what I do is I try to practice touch points through my day. So in my work, um, I try to keep 15 minutes in between clients. And so when I have that few minutes in between clients, I get up, I move, I do my shoulders, you know, and I stretch up a little bit. And then quite often, if I've got a lot going on, I'll do that forward fold, but that's a touch point for me. So another way that it works that, and it has worked in the past is to have a touch point of whenever I go to the kitchen sink, I take a breath. Or whenever, when I'm out driving, whenever I stop at a stoplight, I take a breath. And what that has done is it's trained me when I, it's like just an, just a reaction now, if this, then this, if I um, feel cacophony in my head, then I take a deep breath. And so by practicing during the day with the touch points, it's made me more aware of when I get the, um, that tension and that resistance and the chaotic kind of feeling that resistance feeling to take a breath. And when I take a breath, that slows my brain enough that I can begin to touch into my centered self. What about you? No, oh, I just, I'm just thinking about like, maybe, cause like I said, I usually find her when there are moments of tension or conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm How are you aware of her though? Cause I know in your earlier years, you didn't have the same awareness. I, cause I didn't even know that part of me existed. I thought I was just a whim of my reactionary self, you know, just yeah. like, yeah. um, it was first learning that, that, that we do have that, that higher part of us there, spiritual self really that is there and can actually aid us and help us to have all the amazing gifts that we have if we, but tap into it, be aware of it. You know, we always have the choice of how Mm -hmm. we will respond. We're not a victim to the circumstance. No, 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 no. We always can choose. Yeah. And, and, and so there are times like in that conflict where there, if I've been feeling like anxiety or anger or resentment or things like that, I, like I do, I I take a deep breath. I I just, I guess it's just, just natural. I just take a deep breath because if I can like wait out that emotion a little bit, I have a little bit more control over it. Because we know yeah, and that allows you to get back again, like you're talking about before. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so I'm just kind of descent, trying to think, you know. Well, th- mm. one of the other things that just came to mind is if, if we're in a, a society, a, a party of sorts or a community meeting of sorts, can't we, and I've done this, maybe you have, literally do this and just kind of bring ourselves back into ourselves while we're in that conversation? you know, where you're making kind of that, um, energetic step back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause um, usually, like if I'm in, in, in that like public situation or let's say if yeah. it's a family situation, it's usually because there is something that's been activated in me. That's usually like uh-huh. something that is within me that I feel vulnerable about. Yeah. And, um, and I have had her, I've, I've, I've had it happen where I've just asked her to like, uh, can you just be by my side? And sometimes she'll show up <laughs> how, how she needs to be, like how she, how I feel like she should be. And it's really funny because she shows up as Wonder Woman a lot for me. Oh, I'm I love it. Girl, you know, she's all like, I'm here, you know, because I feel like uh-huh. I get vulnerable, need a little bit of protection, but she's also very caring and compassionate and she's going to be there. It's, Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to, well, it's something to think about. And as we go into the next several weeks where we're learning about all the different kinds of inner critics, mm-hmm. it'll be good to just kind of keep going with how do we distance ourselves? How do we come back into our inner crit? I mean, into our centered self, how do we uh, mentor and befriend the parts of us that really are in need? I mean, there, there are no bad parts, right? Mm-hmm. They're just parts of us from our life when we had less experience and they are just trying to keep us safe and have whatever bad thing they perceive happened, not happen again. Yeah. And so when we mentor and help, that'll do it. All right. Well, it'll be the next several weeks. I'm thinking, I know we'll go through October. It just kind of depends on how long we need to talk about creating these connections, but we're going to do them every Monday, three o'clock uh, central, mm-hmm. not like today where we're a little bit early, but three o'clock central every week. And we may even take it all the way through Thanksgiving. Who knows? But our goal is to create connections and to feel confident in making those connections so that we are nourished. It's not just our belly that feels full for Thanksgiving dinner. It's our heart and it's our our whole selves that feels nourished and nurtured. Mm-hmm. All right. So remember, no bad parts. No bad parts. Just a vigilant protector that wants to take care of yourself. And this week, what should we practice? Practice something. I would, I would say if this is new to you, mm-hmm. two things. Um, practice like connecting to that centered self. 
And even if you want to take and list down all these amazing attributes that you would feel like that part of you would have, list those down and then just tr sit there and try and like, hey, try and like imagine or envision that, that part of you. And then the yeah, other that could be something fun to share on the Facebook page, even what are those parts? Are those parts? Um, what's that feel like? The confidence, the calm, yeah, all of yeah, those words. What's that feel like? Um, mm -hmm. and I would then I would say is just starting to become aware that that inner critic voice is not your voice. It's not you. That's not you. Trying yeah. and, and differentiate if you if you've never like, you know, if you've never done that. And then I love that idea. So two things. We'll practice coming into our centered self, maybe with a touch point, maybe not, maybe just paying attention to how you feel when you very first wake up in the morning before the actual busyness of the day sets in. And then also understanding that that inner critic is not you. So we have that clear line between the inner critic and the centered self. Yeah. Let's do that this week. Mm -hmm. And then next week, we'll start with our very first inner critic, which I know you know well. It's the second guesser. Oh, gosh. It's not even. Got to save it for next week. All right. I'm out of here. Thanks, y'all, for being here. If you liked this, please, please, please share it. We're trying to get the word out. Share the post. Um, just link to the post, however you can do it, and just share it around because we would love to be able to help everybody have a more connected Thanksgiving, a more, a more confident Christmas, just to feel good so that we are all nourished and nurtured this fall. Thanks. Thanks, Jen. Bye. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today in a creator-based life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on linktree slash cmhcoaching. Of course, any social media outlet, we're there too. Because you felt the benefit and light in this message, please invite those you care deeply about to join us. Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together. Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. It's all up to me, cause what I think about, I bring about. That's the way it is, and there is no doubt. Day by day, I pave the way with every little thought.